Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Malaysia's former Prime Minister Najib Razak has been found guilty of all seven charges that he was facing in the first of his five trials related to the 1MDB scandal. I caught up earlier with Justin Chan, lawyer from Tito Isaac and Company, to find out more about what Najib could be facing by way of consequences. Good to have you with me here on Your Money. Investors will be focused on Malaysian courts today as a historic verdict is due out on Najib Razak's role in the 1MDB scandal. This is just the first of five ongoing criminal trials. So we are awaiting Malaysia's High Court's announcement today whether Najib is guilty of corruption and money laundering charges. He has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing. This, of course, comes days after Malaysia resolves settlement talks with Goldman Sachs over the bank's role in raising funds for 1MDB during Najib's time as Prime Minister, Goldman has agreed on a $3.9 billion settlement, including $2.5 billion in cash, in return for all charges against it being dropped. Najib has sought to defend himself by pleading ignorance as to how 42 million ringgit was deposited in his accounts, allegedly from a former unit of 1MDB. Let's check in on the key issues on this case with Justin Chan. He's head of dispute resolution at Tito Isaac and Company. Good morning, Justin. Help us understand what Najib has been charged with and the possible sanctions. Morning, Michelle. Yes, it's it's, it's a fascinating one. This one, and uh, not to forget, this is the first. This is the first trial of a possible several. Mm. So for this one, it's relation relating to SRC International, and that was formerly a one MDB unit. He's facing four charges of corruption and three of money laundering. For the corruption charges, it's a maximum jail term of 20 years. For the money laundering, it's a maximum term of 15 years. And both of them carry uh, a fine as well, a fine component um, for the um, corruption. Uh, for Sorry, for any money, money laundering, it can be fine of up to five times the amount uh, of money laundered of five million, whichever is the higher. And for the uh, other one, it also carries a fairly hefty fine. So we're looking at a combination of charges. We are, of course, focused on Malaysian courts today, awaiting a historic verdict on Najib Razak's role in the 1MDB scandal. Najib and his inner circle accused of plundering sovereign wealth fund 1MDB in a case that's made headlines all over the world. Uh, This on the back of Malaysia reaching a deal. It did so a couple of days back to drop the 1MDB case against Goldman Sachs Group. Now, the deal with the U.S. bank doesn't hinder Malaysia from pursuing claims against Najib. Your top-line view of of the Goldman Sachs 1MDB deal, Justin? Ah, that's the one on on Friday, wasn't it? Mm. Um, I think it is is, um, on balance good for Goldman Sachs um, because... Analysts seems to be analysts seem to have the view that this settlement will be bullish for its share prices. I mean, looking at the looking at the share prices on Friday when the settlement was announced, I think it closed at two hundred four fifty in early trading. Mm. But it's since dropped to around two hundred one. It's two hundred three this morning, I think. Mm. Um, but crucially, from from an optical standpoint, I think this this might detach Goldman. From, from the scandal, uh, there's some distance that they've been able to put between themselves and the proceedings. Um, but it, it bears note that a settlement is not 
equivalent um, to a, a conviction. So the rights and wrongs haven't been tested via trial. There isn't a, the, the, that finding of guilt that a conviction gives. Um, in any event, I think it's a positive step because, uh, you know, monies can be recouped. Um, always bearing in mind that there are, I think that it, it's possible for Goldman Sachs to be investigated in the U.S. under the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Yes, yes. So the, the firestorm might not be over. Well, speaking of recouping monies, uh, Goldman Sachs is paying Malaysia 3.9 billion US dollars, but it's estimated that 4.5 billion was taken. So where's the rest of the money? That's still more than half a billion dollars. Is there any chance Malaysia will get this back with this settlement? Oh, dear. I I, I think uh, your other esteemed guests might have a view on it. My view is that I don't think we will ever know where the money has gone. Mm. Uh, The conspiracy... The conspiracy theories abound. I mean, even our fair island has been named as a destination for the funds. Uh, Joe Lowe might know if we can ever find him. Yeah, he'd make a great guest, for sure. I know, yeah. I know. If you could, I, I will try. I will try to... <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to that. What, Christmas is coming. What, yeah, what a coup. Oh, cool. Yeah, if, if you feel listening, Joe Lowe. Give me a, you know, hit me up <coughs> on Instagram. Now, will the markets, do you think, interpret yeah. this deal this Goldman Sachs deal. Do you yeah. think markets are going to see this as a sign of affirmation for the government of Mohid and Yassin, which is just a couple of months old, which came into power yeah. in a pretty unusual manner? Well, I've, I've got... It, it's hard to tell what the investor sentiment is. I can only speak from uh, from the ground level. Um, I, I, I've, had foreign, I've had foreign clients, for example, tell me that uh, if they lose this case in Singapore, for example, they would... They would um, withdraw all their investment in this country. So that's some kind of indication. Um, specific to this particular issue, I think um, it, can, it can only be a sign of affirmation because um, the recovery of assets um, should, in, in, in all likelihood, boost Muhyiddin's popularity. Um, again, it really it would be interesting to see what the interplay between the settlement and the verdict is. Mm. Because although we have a settlement that says, okay, we're going to recover a majority of the funds, uh, a lot of that goodwill may be um, diluted, so to speak, by the finding of a not-guilty verdict. I mean, those would, would, would set the public sentiment in opposite directions, I think. So it's a devil versus deep blue sea situation, and I think that's why all, all eyes are on Today's verdict. You are absolutely right. This is a historic verdict. Thank you, as always, for your insights this morning. Happy, happy to give them. Justin Chan, he's head of dispute resolution at Tito Isaac and Company. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.